Welcome into Ezra and Cotter Sports Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Ori. And I'm Justin. So we got a Christmas Day game filled with another 15 slate of games. So first off, we got the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints tomorrow. What are you thinking for this game? Uh, the Saints started out kind of slow, but they were able to came back. They kind of got down there against the Chiefs. But, I mean, Vikings, they're kind of sliding a little, but I don't know. I don't – I think – Drew Brees is able to get back into form and easily cover his six-point spread. Their team is just too good around him, but having Michael Thomas out for the rest of the year just isn't going to help. So I think Saints here. Um, I really want to take the under here, but I think the over has to hit. Just There's too many playmakers on each side of the ball for each team. I think, you know, Dalvin could easily – Dalvin himself could pop off for four touchdowns. You never know. So I think over is probably more likely here. Yeah, when I see this game, I'm kind of I've kind of been wondering with the Saints why haven't they been using Kamara much? And now that Breeze is back, maybe that, you know, duo will get back together. But I also saw last week Breeze, I don't know, he still doesn't have that arm that he used to. Obviously, he's getting up in age, but all of his passes besides like a few were, you know, those little 5-yard passes which kind of worked against the Chiefs, but if you're going to have success in the playoffs, you got to be able to throw the deep ball and hit your receivers. But I'm taking the Saints in this game. Um, so next up, we got the Buccaneers and the Lions. Buccaneers are always a tough pick for me because they Tom Brady is somehow, especially double digits. I don't know. I, I mean, the Lions aren't the, aren't good, but I just can't get the, the Buccaneers ten points. They could easily go out there and just not play the same. So I think I'm gonna have to go with the Lions covering here. But I mean, Tampa Bay ultimately should win in the end of this. Um, I could see it being a low-scoring affair just because I think the Bucs could come out and lay an egg. So I'm going to have to go with the under here. Tom Brady just needs to become more consistent as a as a quarterback this year. You know, he's been one of the most consistent, but he goes out there and sometimes the team around him just, I don't know if it's like a meshing thing for the first year, but they're not playing how you expected them to play, honestly. I think the offense, honestly, was a little better under Jameis except for the 30 interceptions, but they're just not getting the same production. So I'm going to have to go with the Lions covering, but Buccaneers ultimately winning. Yeah, I definitely like that pick. Just because, you know, the Bucks have been so inconsistent, you know, up and down. But this could be the game, you know, where they blow the brakes off of them. So I'm actually going to take Tampa Bay by 10 just because the Lions, they have nothing, you know, what do they have to win for? They're just going to tank. And, I mean, no team really tries to tank besides maybe the Jets, which they failed to do. Um, but the Lions just, I think their season's over and they're just going to, you know, kind of roll over. So I'm going to take the Bucks by 10 points. Uh, next, 49ers, Cardinals. Yeah, you mentioned this earlier. I don't I don't know why it's five points with the spread. Like, And they're favoriting the Niners to be within five, so that kind of doesn't make sense at all to me. You know, the Cardinals play a close game with the Eagles last week. It was really a shootout. The 49ers, you know, their season's done. I think everyone knows that. They lost to the Cowboys last week um, by eight points. But I, I think Kyler kind of runs all over the defense and the Cardinals win by 10, I'm going to say. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like 49ers, I mean, they're easily, I think they had what, like double-digit guys go down in like the third week. You know, mm-hmm. MetLife Stadium just isn't there. So I think that's a big problem. And last week you go out and you lose to the Cowboys who just, I mean, they're the Cowboys. They play in the worst division in football. 
maybe a worst division ever, arguably. You can put it out there. But losing to the Cowboys says a lot, um, especially when you lose by eight and you put the spread at five against the Cardinals, who have a – I mean, the wide receiver courts to the Cowboys is way better, but I, they don't have Kyler Murray under center and or DeAndre Hopkins out there. That guy catches everything, it feels like. So, I don't know. I'm easily going to have to take the five here against them. But um, it's kind of tough because uh, – actually, I'll have to take the over here, especially since they put up 33 last week against the Cowboys defense as suspect and the Cardinals already aren't showing a great defense. I think I think the over should be well in line here. Yeah, I think it's going to depend if – I think it's C.J. Beathard or Moans is starting. I don't know. It's like – pick your QB. It doesn't really matter. I don't think it's going to impact the game too, too much. Yeah, I just think that five's a little low. I don't know. I guess it, I guess the Cardinals, they also came out and became pretty suspect. They have some good games and some bad games. Um, next up, Dolphins at Raiders. Big game. Really big game, especially for playoff implications. The Raiders, I believe, can technically still get in. At uh, they're seven and seven right now. So if they're if they if they finish nine and seven, maybe, but likely they not. They need a lot the to do- go right. Exactly. And the Dolphins, if they lose, the Ravens are going to be in. I mean, the Ravens' schedule is a cakewalk, pretty much. So the Dolphins absolutely need to win this. The Raiders, if they're playing for something, I mean, who knows? Because they're kind of like the Cardinals, like you just said. You don't know what you're going to get out of them. Uh, we'll see if Derek Carr is back. If, even if Mariota's Mariota's starting and he puts up a, a performance like last week, you know who knows what to expect. But I'm going to take the Dolphins because I think they just want this game more. I, I like the Raiders' offense, but they also come out come out kind of stale. I really like Josh Jacobs, but. Is Mariota who's starting this weekend? Do you know? I don't think it's announced yet. I mean, Mariota was shown was able to capable. He was capable of coming in and handling the duties. You saw the hype about that. You know, his former former Titans teammates were pr- pretty hyped about that. And I think I'm gonna have to go with the Raiders here. I I think the Raiders kind of play down to their team, but I don't know. I just I think it's just personal. I want them to do it win this game so i think they can do it but it's gonna be a really close game but i think i'm gonna have to go with the raiders spread and and winning the game i just like josh jacobs a lot especially hopefully Mariota if he stays in he can keep, give him a spark not that he's better than Derek carr but i don't know they just kind of went out there and just weren't playing up the par especially for how they for expectations this year you know they beat the chiefs gave the chiefs their first loss of the year and then they go out and lose last week to i mean a chargers team who's good on offense, but defensively, it's just not there. So I'm still going to have to stick with the Raiders here. Yeah, also, Mariota's kind of fighting for a job right now because I'm, I'm hearing from, like, a lot of the sports, like, analysts that Derek Carr is not going to be with the Raiders next year, whether it be a backup somewhere else or just whatever. So Mariota, maybe he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Raiders next year, and this is his time to shine if if that's what it is. All right, so next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons and Kansas City Chiefs. Um, obviously, Chiefs are going to win this one. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But Falcons didn't have – like I told you, Falcons Falcons aren't terrible. They played the Bucks last week, lost by four. And the Bucks, as we've seen, as I've said before, kind of come out, aren't the greatest as they should be. But I hate, I hate double-digit point spreads. I easily think – 
I think the Bucks can cover here. Or not the Bucks. The Falcons can cover here just because they do have solid wide receivers. Calvin Ridley is very good. I think he's stepped up into the role of Julio Jones very well. So I think he could have a big game. Matt Ryan giving him a couple couple touchdowns early, but problem is the Chiefs score about in about three minutes. So but I think the Falcons are able to maybe hang in there. So hopefully we'll see that. And the overall hit here. Yeah, look at this game, and I think to myself, it's an obvious over game, so that's why I'm going to take the under. Because somehow, everyone's going to be betting on the over, you know, two explosive offenses, like how could that not happen? But then, you know, you're in the fourth quarter and 55 points doesn't hit, and you're like, how did that not hit? Um, But anyways, yeah, I think the Chiefs definitely win this thing. Um, They're fighting for that number one seed, so the Bills are still technically in it, along with the Steelers. We'll get to them in a little bit, but... Uh, I, th- I think the Falcons are done this season. They're, I think they can be within 11 points, but they're definitely not going to win the game. So next up, we have the Bears and the Jaguars. <laughs> Again, with the Bears, you know, the Bears are going to come out and somehow surprise us all every week like they do. But um, Jaguars, you know, they're... I'm I'm still a little confused how the Jaguars have a num- have the number one pick. It didn't really make any sense. Based on it was I was told it was about head to head in your own conference or not head to head, but uh your conference seeding or and then but the if that was the case, then technically the Jets should be in had the first pick. So I think it had something to do with scr- uh, strength of schedule. I think. I oh, okay. Know. Um, but yeah, Jaguars Jaguars suck. There's just no doubt about <laughs> it. I think. If the Bears able to play half as good as they did last week, you know, they came up and kind of did more than what I expected. I picked them to lose last week, and they beat the Vikings by touchdown. So, if you're only spotting, if that's where you're uh, spotting, then easily Bears money line or money line and spread all day. I think, but I think it's an easy under game just because Jaguars showed really no ability to score at all and it all depends on a really good undrafted free agent and James Robinson so uh, it all hinges on him and I honestly, I'm pretty sure I saw he's injured so that's why the under I think is an automatic hit here yeah Mitch has been playing really really well for the Bears actually winning you know three straight and you know Chicago fans might have to suck it up because they were the ones who wanted him out and folds to start and then he's coming in and you know he's doing well so this should be his fourth straight win against the Jaguars. Obviously, if they know anything about what they're doing, they're going to lose the season out. Um, but, yeah, the Bears have looked good, they're, especially their running game with Montgomery has been really good. Uh, Trubisky throwing the ball pretty well. But Jacksonville's definitely going to lose this game, no question. Yep. Next, we have Bengals and Texans. Uh, we saw last week with the Bengals beating the Steelers, an incredible game, honestly. No one thought it was going to happen ever. Um, but I definitely think the Texans win this game just because, you know, Watson doesn't want that sour taste in his mouth. Uh, the past two weeks, he's come up short on the goal line, which it really stinks because he's an all-star kind of player or a Pro Bowl player in such a bad team this year. And I really do feel bad for him. But I think the whole Finley thing was kind of a – you know, one game thing on prime time. So I'm, I'm taking the Texans to win this. Yeah, it's Bengals are playing with a lot of heart. You know, you saw last week, you know, they were all fired up 
you know, dancing on them all the time. Every time they got a pick, the guy was high stepping at midfield after one of the interceptions. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But I mean, Texans still have Deshaun Watson. So, and the Bengals don't. I don't even who they starting at quarterback. Ryan Leafley is that Finley? Is that who their starter is Finley. Um. So yeah, I think Deshaun is honestly the huge difference maker in this game. It's kind of tough because it could go either way just because they're so bad. But Texans. Texans should easily win by seven and a half. I think the Bengals, I think the Steelers just aren't that good anyway. And the Bengals are playing with a little more, you know, AFC North rivalry. So Texans here. Um, 46 and a half is kind of tough. But I think it's doable. I'm going to have to go over. I think, I think that's, yeah, I'm going to have to commit to the over there. Um, next up, Browns and Jets. So we saw last week the Jets pull up the upset of the season. Uh, I guess they're still fighting for something now because if they win a game, it doesn't matter as much unless they're really fighting for fields, which has kind of been a debate whether they're going to stick with Darnold or go with fields and build around Darnold. Um, but obviously the Browns need to win this because they could uh, – I'm pretty sure they could win out and still somehow not get in the playoffs – there's like a crazy amount of scenarios for everything, but the Browns just need to win this game. They need to win convincingly just for their fans and for just to show the whole NFL that the Jets aren't real at all after beating the Rams. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know because the Jets are the Jets, but man, Browns. I'm telling you, dude, Browns play down to their opponents. It's not even like last week. There's they easily could have been losing that game, but the Giants just, you know, miss. Missed a bunch of field goals, misplayed certain situations, didn't play anything right. And Browns easily should not have been in that game, but the Giants are the reason they let him in. But, man, I don't like that. I don't like that nine and a half. I think, sadly, I'm, I think I'm going to have to go with the Jets covering. I'm not going to lie here. I, just, <laughs> I think the Browns played so down to their opponents to where they just, I don't know, I think they just freak out a little. And I, I But it's tough because the Jets are obviously going to lose because they're tanking, but I mean, do they go out there and try to show something? But I think I'm gonna have to go Jets spread, Browns money line, and the under. This is this looks like an automatic under to me. I don't know. That's my lock. Is no, I agree with you. All right. So next up, we have the playoff battle with the Colts, who are playing really well of late, and the Steelers, who are not. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to go with the Colts <laughs> spread here, just because. I think the Steelers are finally starting to get exposed for who they are. I mean, it kind of started with the Ravens game and when RG3 throws for 25 yards and you're losing by three points. And the only reason you're losing as a Ravens team is because of a pick six that he threw to start the game. Then you got bigger issues on hand. Um, I mean, the Steelers are easily, we're probably the most overrated 11 team. So I think the Colts should easily be able to handle them the only problem is like the Steelers do have a solid defense it's just the, the offense has became so stagnant and you know if the Steelers win it's all going to be blamed on the previous losses are going to be blamed on the dancing on the midfield logo yeah that was crazy apparently Tomlin was talking to Juju and I, I, I don't even care um, but this is pretty much just a seeding game you know if the Steelers lose they could drop down if all if the Titans, Browns, and the Colts beat the Steelers. They're down to the sixth seed from the third seed. So it's all about winning right here. And the same with the Colts. If they win, they jump up 
you know, a bunch. I think the tiebreaker would go to I think the tiebreaker would go to the Colts because they beat them earlier in the season. Um, but the Colts just really have to show that they're, you know, who the Colts know that they are and, and be that running team with a really good defense. So I'm going to go with yep. the Colts. Um, next up, we have Giants and Ravens. Yeah, so if the Ravens can play like they did last week against, you know, a pretty bad team, it's, not, it's really not going to be close. I'm going to take the Ravens by 11 points. I just think, you know, over the past few weeks, everyone has a game plan for Lamar, but then, you know, he's also been throwing the ball a lot wider, a lot better of late. You know, he had, I think, three passing touchdowns last week, or maybe it was two, but he, anyways, he's throwing the ball a lot better. And then when you combine that with the running ability, I don't think the Giants have any kind of scheme to cover that. So I'm going to go with the Ravens. Yeah, exactly. The Ravens are playing their best football they have all of all this year. The offense actually kind of looks like the old offense, how it did last year. Um, Ravens, and this is what the Ravens do, is they beat up on bad teams. They, they're one of those teams who you rarely, rarely see do that, play down like the Browns do. So I think 10 and a half is easily here. Um, hopefully the Ravens stick to what they do and stay to the running game, which they have shown true. And they're actually starting to go, starting to actually search for the deep ball a little more. And Marquise actually caught a nice deep ball last week, even though he still is bricks for hands <laughs> until that changes. But I mean, Ravens here, I think the over here, except Ravens usually like to pour it on in these types of games. So I think I'm going to have to go the over here. Cause once, once the offense starts going, usually the defense gets a, a couple of turnovers, and that's when the Ravens really start to get it going. All right, so next we have the Carolina Panthers and the Washington football team. Uh, this one's this one's tough for me because, I don't know, Washington's starting probably Dwayne Haskins, I think, on Saturday. I know yeah. it all depends on Alex Smith, and they said he's still up in the air, but, I mean, I don't really think the team will rally around rally around uh, Dwayne Haskins. I think that, I mean, he's just a cancer in the locker room. You know, see, he was, said he was a picture of him looking like a strip club, but then he said it was his girlfriend's private party. Would, no matter what, it just didn't look good. It's actually a little funny, too, that he's still eligible to play Saturday or Sunday. But I think I'm going to have to go with the Panthers here. I don't, I don't know. The problem is the Washington football team has a it will have one of the top D lines in the NFL for the coming years. But I don't know. I just think Dwayne Haskins being out there just looks clueless. He's just not a good quarterback. He's not an NFL quarterback. I don't know. I think he's put in the perfect system at Ohio State. You know, they got all the top playmakers, and he just isn't good now. So I think Panthers here, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson have a big game. Um, I think I'm going to have to go the over here. under here. My bad. Under. Yeah, I like what you said there with Haskins. I think he's a total distraction to the team. All the media, you know, all the outlets have either been about Haskins or Harden, and that's not good for your team. And also we saw last week with the Panthers playing against uh, the Packers, they actually played pretty well in the second half. Their offense couldn't quite get there, but their defense definitely shut Aaron Rodgers down. I think they held him to like 24 24 ish points which is pretty good for an Aaron Rodgers led team who usually scores like 34 plus per game so I definitely like the Panthers in this game actually 
So next up, we have the Broncos and the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers are a good team. Or I mean, they're not a good team, but I like their offense. I think they have a lot of potential for the coming years. Um, Broncos also have a good wide receiver corps. They actually don't do as bad as we think they do, but I don't know. I think the Chargers. I think the Chargers' offense is just actually like it's kind of like a high-powered machine. I think. I think they're really solid. Yeah, they're really good, especially especially for having a rookie quarterback. They go out there and. They very rarely put up a low amount of points. But the Broncos got the, the break speed off of them last Saturday on national TV by the Bills. I think they lost by like 30 last week. So, I mean, it's kind of tough. I get the I get the Chargers aren't the greatest team, but I think the Chargers will cover here. I also think the Chargers are able to have a big game. I think their offense is very good, especially at the – if the Bills were able to put up 48, they have a real good offense. I think the Chargers could easily put up around 30. So, I think the over here. Yeah, I think the Chargers win this and definitely definitely by three. Drew Locke, he's just been on and off this season. Last week, really, really struggled against a Bills defense that's, you know, pretty good. Chargers defense isn't as good, but I think the offense will make up for it. The Broncos defense is actually – uh, one of the best in the league by the numbers. Didn't show it last week, but I think the Chargers and Herbert and hopefully a healthy Keenan Allen and Mike Williams will really show up and, and you know, end the season on a high note. Um, next, we have Rams at Seahawks. This one's a real toss-up. I think ESPN has them both at a, at a 50-50 shot to win. Ooh, I just... Don't really know. I I'm think I'm going to pick the Seahawks in this, though. I get home field advantage doesn't really matter, but also the Seahawks tend to win big games like these. That's just what it feels like to me. And the Rams coming off an embarrassing loss. That's the only thing is that losing to the Jets could definitely fuel them to just, you know, bash the Seahawks. But I, I think I like the Seahawks in this game. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think the Seahawks, too, just because it's always – Russell Wilson hasn't been performing like Russell Wilson. You know, they when I think of Russell Wilson, I just think of a straight winner. I think Russell Wilson is that dude. You know, I don't know. He's really consistent. Got DK Metcalf. I mean, they haven't been going out and putting up wins like they should. But I, for me, it's always tough to get bet against Russell Wilson. I just think, you know, I think he's he's actually like one of my favorite quarterbacks. Like in like the NFC, you know, good dude. I think he's solid. I think no matter when he's on the field, even like with the bad cast that he has on defense, that they're able to be in most games strictly because of him. He knows everything. He's been around the league for a while. So I'm going to have to go with a little experience here. So I'm going to take Russell Wilson and also the over here. I think it depends, though, because I think Cam Akers got hurt last week for the Rams, so he might be out. But uh, – I don't know. I kind of. I'm just hoping for a back and forth game here, so I'm gonna have to take the over. Yeah, I think it's definitely gonna be a back and forth game. Um, but let's get into our next game. We have the Eagles and the Cowboys. Kind of interesting here because, given maybe a month ago or so, I think the Cowboys would be favored by a good amount. I think. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't know. Um. Next up, Eagles-Cowboys. Yeah, so for this game, I think Jalen Hurts is really going to show what he's all about. You know, he has for the past two weeks. We saw it last week. 
against the uh, Cardinals, and he was, you know, a Hail Mary away from winning the thing. So I really like him in this, and I think Carson Wentz should be, be you know, really, um, you know, wondering what his position is going to be next year, if that's going to be on the Eagles, which I don't think it's going to be, or whether that's on a different team. But I really like the Eagles here. I like how Jalen Hurts can really move, and he actually has a very accurate arm and, you know, kind of a powerful arm. He can really sling it. Yeah, I think Eagles two and a half here. And as I said before, I'm the biggest Carson Wentz hater ever. I kind of I hope he's out of football next year. He just sounds like he just sounds like the softest dude I've ever met in my life. I don't know. He just doesn't sound like a guy you want leading your team after all these interviews of people coming up and saying, you know, how how uh, it kind of didn't sit right with him. I wouldn't say didn't sit right, but it kind of provided a little more anxiety for him when they drafted Jalen Hurts. Like I get that, you know, he's coming second round quarterback but if it's not pushing you to get better then maybe you shouldn't be out here you know every day there's somebody playing for your spot so if that's why you're out there not playing well is because Jalen Hurts is back there then maybe you shouldn't be an NFL quarterback and I also don't think he's that good a quarterback to begin with especially Jalen Hurts is going out there I get Jalen Hurts is a little different quarterback a little more athletic but he's going out there and doing what you couldn't do with the same exact people maybe even less possibly so but I think Eagles here, just because I think they have a better defense than the Cowboys, and I think Jalen Hurts provides a spark for that team. Um, I will take the over here, though, just because 50 is a little eh, – 50 is not even that low, but I think they, I think the Eagles – Eagles are able to put up a lot of points. Cowboys are, too, with both of them having suspect defenses, and the Cowboys have such good wide receivers that could just keep them in these games against these other bad teams. So I think the over here – so if Hertz keeps balling like he is, do you think Wentz is going to leave Philly? Do you think he's not going to have a position at all? Or is there any teams that you'd like to see him go to? I mean, if Carson Wentz, he's obviously going to get traded somewhere. He's not just going to, like, get caught and not get picked up. Um, if I saw him get anywhere, it, honestly, the Patriots always are that team to look at just because they don't really have the greatest draft pick to pick one of those high top high quarterbacks. And Carson, they'll probably put him into that system and he'll somehow excel. But I don't know. I kind of see him pulling on to like a Mariota type thing, you know, where he sticks around on a backup and he comes in and balls out for a couple games. And then, you know, they're going to put the starter back in. But I just don't like Carson Wentz in general as a person or as a leader. I don't think he's built for that quarterback role where you need to be a leader on the team. He just doesn't sound like the team just seemed like it was dead with him on it, you know. I don't know. He just didn't really offer much as as a quarterback should be, in my opinion, to want to be a franchise quarterback when he got paid franchise money. Yeah, speaking of Mariota, I kind of thought it would be a good fit for the Raiders because, you know, if Derek Carr, could, Derek Carr is truly going to leave, um, you know, when he's kind of a kind of a veteran player, I guess you could call him. You know, he's been around for five years, could kind of, uh, you know, mentor Mariota a little bit, I guess. But you know, if that's going to happen, I think it could be a good fit. Anyways, let's go to our next game. This could be the game of the week. I think the Titans and the Packers are really good matchup. Yeah, especially with – it's just two high-powered offenses. Um, I don't know, because it's a tough pick for me because they're both very good teams. Derrick Henry has been absolutely killing it. The guy's a train. The Titans just ride behind him, but – 
I just hate betting against Aaron Rodgers. He's having an MVP year. I, I got to go with the Packers here. But the over, that's all day. You could easily see. You could bet the over. There's a chance that hits before halftime. That's how. That's just how many points I think is possible for them to be put up today. But I can't bet against the MVP because I just don't think. I just don't think that the Titans' passing offense is as great. It's great. It's good, but it's not as good as it used to be last year. I think AJ Brown not having a his hands still. He has a lot of drop balls balls this year, and on, the whole game depends on how well Derrick Henry does. In my opinion, if he's having a bad game, Titans aren't Titans aren't even having a close. But if he's playing well, they could easily win this or be like a field goal behind. Yeah, if you're gonna, you know, wager on this game, I would wait till we actually see the game and wait to see if Henry is, you know, dogging the defense of the Packers. If he's just running through him, I'm gonna hammer the Titans. If he's not getting going, I think it's all Packers. But if I'm gonna, you know, take my guess before the game, I'm actually gonna take the Titans here. I think the Packers defense has proven that they can't stop the run. And Tannehill has actually been one of the better quarterbacks in the league this year. Like you mentioned, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Johnny Smith. They got all the weapons out there. So I think the Titans could definitely go into Lambeau and and really win this thing. It's going to be really close, but I'm going to pick the Titans to come out victorious. And lastly, we have the Bills and the Patriots. And I think the Bills... The Bills, I think they really just absolutely lay it on the Patriots this weekend. I don't, you know, that AFC East rivalry, it's been forever, you know, since I, what's it been like 15 or 20? It's 15 or 20 years since uh, somebody other than the Patriots has won the division. So I think the, the Bills know this is their year. I think they might have already even clinched it, but I think they just want to go out there and just beat up on Bill Belichick just like he did for them all those years because they all know everybody on the team has been on the Bills more than two years knows exactly what that team means to them that's the team that you look up to and they play championship football so i think they want to show them how they're turned into that team so i think i think the bills are handily going to win this seven all day that that could be a lock to be honest and the over two i bills i just hope they beat them into the ground yeah i definitely think they will i think also for the patriots cam newton's been playing terribly and he's really fighting for you know i guess you could call this a third chance you know, released from the Panthers, picked up by the Patriots, and then Patriots probably aren't going to re-sign him. I don't think Belichick wants any part of that. But really, I don't see why the Patriots don't start Jared Stidden right now. Because what do you have, three games left? You're probably not going to re-sign Cam. So you might as well see what you got in Stidham. And, you know, he's probably not going to start next year, but see if you even want to keep him on the roster. And, you know, because it's going to be a whole turnover from the roster. You know, people are going to be cut, traded, whatever, you you know, it's just going to be a whole lot of roster moves, but I like the Bills heavy in this game. The Bills did clinch the division, but, you know, they're still coming after the Chiefs. They still could get that number one seed. It's kind of a long shot, but, you know, they could. Yeah, there's you always play for seeding, especially, especially if for some reason you were to lose these next two games. You could easily fall in the rankings, and you do not want to have give the Chiefs home field advantage or give up that highest seed possible. You know, you saw how that plays out because you never know the – like last year, the Ravens' number one seed lose out. Home field advantage really doesn't matter anymore. It just goes whoever played better. Yeah, and also with the AFC being so tight, if the Bills lose one game, there's, let's see, one, two, three teams that hop up above them if they win. 
you know, the Colts, Browns, and Titans are all at 10 and 4 right now. And then they would jump up to 11 and 4. So it's, this is going to come down to the wire. And I like it. All right. So that'll do it for us today. We got that whole slate going from Ari Ezra. I'm Justin. And this is Ezra and Todd Sports Talk.